Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. It feels really good to be back. It does feel really good to be back. It's actually been some time. It sucks to get into a show... And you're like, cool, I'm going to watch 42 hours of that all this weekend. But instead, I've had to wait to watch it with you guys. I know. We're so used to we're used to binging in our culture. It's a very analog way to watch a show. It really is. Especially because <laughs> we watch it on a 16 millimeter projector every time we do this. <laughs> this show's so analog. We're watching it on AirPlay on our iPhone. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Hey! What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys. Bradshaw Boys podcast, doing sex in the city from one of the outer boroughs. (laughs) Your your wife, who is a huge fan of sex in the city, gave that first episode a little sneak peek. She did. And she, it was funny because she knew before I came home and I was like, here's what happens in the pilot. Like, excited to tell her. She was like, oh, I, I know everything that happened. She knew the names. She knew the, the, uh, Apso fucking Luli, yeah. which I guess that's, that's a common, if you're a fan of the show, that's, I'm not sure if it is a meme. I mean, were memes even around back then when it first came out or it was just a viral thing that everyone kind of knew. I think it, yeah, well, yeah, it's like a meme before the internet, I guess. Yeah. It's like a thing that everyone knew from the show, which yeah. I don't know what those were called before the internet. I think they were just called Smoke memes. signals? Smoke signals. Yeah. Smoke I think everyone had a blanket and they were fanning them. <laughs> just abso <laughs> fucking <laughs> lootly. Three puffs. The last puff is really big. Right. Yeah. It's a big one. I do feel like uh, a pilot, obviously, it's like an important, it's like always going to, it's like the first day of school and then you go to school for the whole year and you remember everything that happened on the first day of school mm. and then it starts to like fill in. I went back and watched Arrested Development's pilot and I was like, I hadn't watched it for years and I'm like, I remembered every moment. Oh yeah. And I watched the whole series, but every episode wouldn't be like that. But mm-hmm. I feel like the first one has to be like pretty iconic. And yeah. watching it, I feel like we all agreed. We're like, whoa. It's a good show. That it is a good show. It's strong. Good You're right. You said this on the last podcast, but episode one. But uh yeah the, the- Carrie Bradshaw, the Phantom Menace. Um, I hate sand. <laughs> what is I hate sand? I I don't know the exact quote, but it's like it's like the most memed line from the the prequels, and it's it's Anakin complaining oh. to Natalie Portman about how much he hates sand. Oh. Supposedly, he's a pretty good fan about it. Like people bring him bags of sand to sign at Comic Cons and stuff amazing. like that. And he's That's he's great. totally on board. Anyway. I wonder what the crossover of Sex in the City fans and Star Wars fans are oh. now. Are like my three two people. favorite things right now. It's it's the it's the other it's the other three people that were like, hey, I'm also a guy, and I think I'm gonna watch this show all in one swath like we are yeah it's the same dude uh no but you had said you were like that as a pilot wasn't like oh they don't really have it figured out i think we'll figure out that they've changed stuff like obviously we've all heard they don't do that talking to camera thing but as like a strong first episode with characters and samantha's played by venus williams moving forward too is played by (laughs) venus williams later in the show uh Capote Duncan has a spinoff. Yes. Yeah, he, he does. It's called In Cold Blood. I've got to have sex tonight. It's a it, you bring a Truman Capote. I think it's like a, a cartoon, uh, like Rugrats style uh, show about Capote Duncan's <laughs> chi- early childhood. Oh, yeah. 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 It's uh, so those things are different. <laughs> I was just going to make a Dunkin' Donuts joke. It's I... Capote Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, <laughs> the big news that I have, my I am 25% 
Duncan. Wait, what do you mean? My my grandmother moved from Scotland and her last name was Duncan. I am part Duncan. You're part of the clan. I'm part, I, You're I get part it. of the Duncan that, clan. You know what it's like. I get it every four days. I'm like, I have to have sex tonight. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> not every night, but you no, know. But it's, like, a quarter, it's a quarter. I, when yeah. that happens, I'm like, I'm part Duncan. You know? Thursdays, Mondays, you know, every four nights. Yeah. Um, wasn't, that, wasn't that exciting of news, but I thought it'd be worth discussing. That's I'm excited that's to know cool. when she when she moves down to her new, because I guess her apartment won't change the location, because she's still on the Upper East Side, but you guys know the location of her her house where they filmed it, right? West Village. 66 right? oh, Perry know. Street? It's on Perry Street. Is that in the West Village? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of but New York City? Of what? Of New York City. In? Manhattan? Yes. Manflatten? Manflatten. Um, yep. The, it's, uh, yeah, it's in Perry, it's in the West Village, but they say it's on 72nd Street. Mm. Oh. And that was just a big, I don't know if we talked about it last time. It was just alarming because anytime I did a sex in the city tour, we went down there and then this, I'm like, she's behind some like what Pepsi sign or some diner sign. What, what was that in the first episode? They like zoom in over this sign and then that's her one bedroom or whatever. Oh, so nice. her apartment will change in like a few episodes. But, oh, but like the, the actual like the exterior so of the you apartment? Used to... Yes. Oh, okay. the exterior of this first one is not what, what it ends up. I love that the guy who's never seen one pilot. You've seen one pilot, but you know, you know all What would these people things? say when you do? Because you, you would you go to the Upper East Side and show them like this is where they like so said it was. From. I took a personality test like five years ago, and there was a sentence, and I was dating a girl at the time, and she read that, and she looked at me like scolded me, and it's still like it sticks with me. It's my entire personality, which is in the personality test at the end. It said. Uh, it said your dynamic personality makes up for your lack of preparation. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I did give a few years of sex and city tours without watching a single episode. So I think that would, that would align. That's totally true. But we would go, there's tons of tourists that are there. We'll mm -hmm. do like, we'll do an on this. We'll do some episode where we go like interview people that walk up to it or something. We'll do like a field piece. We're going to get recognized. I think we uh, might get recognized uh, from our voices. Yeah. You'll be like, wait, I just heard you guys speaking. It is funny that now are I you know, a Duncan, like, you know, for like, for, <laughs> you're a are Duncan. You fourth, are, are you, you one fourth? quarter Duncan? I could, I could tell the second I saw him, I knew he was a quarter Duncan. Yeah. No, he had sex two days ago. Cause of the <laughs> internet. Now you can be like, now. I know what Terry Gross looks like. The only radio star I feel like 10 years ago, people knew what they looked like would be like Howard Stern. You know who I just found out what, she looked like Delilah. I just saw Delilah mm. on a on the front of like oh, People yeah. magazine. Because her son committed suicide. That's it's very sad. The sad reason I found it out. Yeah, yeah, her her. You know, also Delilah has it's like eleven children or something. She has like three biological and then like eight, uh, eight adopted children. But yeah, really sad news in her life. But she. But I've been listening to Delilah for forever. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I'll also say this, I don't like just listen to Delilah, but I've, when I say I've been listening to her, I've been hearing her over the intercom at the grocery store on she Friday nights. They play her in, yeah. in Brooklyn grocery stores sometimes. And when she comes on, it's one of those things like, <sighs> but I'm like, it is a good idea for radio show. Call in and just like, you're yes. going through a tough time. Play Like that's I, what I, music's for. I never knew the difference between Delilah and Elvira. So I always <laughs> thought it was like some biker chick wearing uh, leather and, you know. Well, like, Corey, you've seen Delilah now. How How's a rack? <laughs> because Elvira. <laughs> Elvira's rack. That was, whoa. 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 Well, yeah. Wow, I didn't whoa, understand why wow. they would have Elvira have a, a soothing radio show that truckers listen to. <laughs> <laughs> the one that the. All the, the truckers are just imagining her rack the whole time. The person that took over your apartment. Your room in your apartment, Jackie. Uh -huh. Yeah. It was Elvira for Halloween last year. Yeah. And I always thought that Elvira was from the Munsters. No. And then she explained to me that no, Elvira is Elvira her is an own 80s character. TV thing. We yeah. Have a, we have a lot of spin-off uh, podcasts. USA Up do. All Night. Yeah. It, it, first of all, USA Up All Night, great. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know if it's great, but it was just, this is actually probably only a couple years before Sex in the City came out. USA Up All Night was they would just like show TV shows on Friday nights on USA. And for some reason it was hosted by this hot female vampire named Elvira and a guy. And I can't remember the guy that hosted it. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Speaking of other things that we should figure out uh, or not figure out, but just like touch on. Okay. From last episode, mm -hmm. 
we we mess something up and we'll continue to mess things up mm-hmm. because life is a journey. Mm-hmm. But uh, we called this guy Stanley and his name is Stanford oh. Blatch. Stanford Blatch. Gosh, I'm oh. screwing it up as we do it. We you know who Stanford Stanley. White is? Stanford, Stanford Black. I don't know who this guy is. Stanford, but Stanford White was a, a huge designer of New York City. He was like, and he died because someone, uh, the guy that he was... Uh, it's a long story, but Stanford White is like the most influential architect in New York City history. Get and he was here. murdered on top of uh, Madison Square Garden by a guy. He was banging his wife. Did you tell people that on here, Sex and the City? On my sex, I would. I would. <laughs> Are you serious? I swear. Like, funny, funny story. Stanford, or Stanford, the character. Stanford, uh, Stanford Blast. It's based yeah. after him. <laughs> no, but this husband came up and in front of like everyone in New York City, just like shot him in the head. And everyone thought it was a joke. And then like, no, he's dead. And then, then he died. Wow. wow. So that's some New York City. What an intense you. joke! But Stanford Blatch is just a person whose name we mixed up. Stanford Blatch <laughs> is a he's a he's a fictional character that was eating lunch with Carrie mm. in that restaurant when she saw that other dude oh. that she ended up sleeping with. Yeah, he's, it's bald. is he bald? It's her. Yeah, it's her. Know. It's her bald gay friend who is a talent agent who has one client yeah. that has an underwear ad in we're, Times Square. We're excited for more of him. Oh, he's he's, he's, he's a fantastic more. part of the series. What do we call him? We called him Stanley. I think we just said, oh, that's Stanley. It's Stanford Black. Uh, okay. I'm disgusted with yeah. myself. I am too. But I'm disgusted with all of us. Well, the good news is we get to watch uh, another episode. We do get to watch another episode. Can I bring up like one yeah. quick thing that I want to... I, I'm this is a safe space. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear that because I'm hesitant to revisit this. Okay, we had a whole discussion last episode, our first episode, about Harlem... And the areas yeah, yeah, yeah. that not being in Manhattan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I had said I lived at 109th. You guys were like, not Manhattan. And I kind of get where you're coming from. But I really feel like I, I think that's not correct. And here's one thing I thought about. Another New York City TV show. Yep. What's a New York City TV show? Cosby Show. Okay. That's one of them. Also shot in, okay, the exterior of the Cosby Show. Leroy Street. Yeah. Close yeah. to Perry Street. Yeah. Close to that. So yeah, that's, that's, and I actually, thought, and it was set in Brooklyn Heights. That's yeah. not what, that's, that's just a fun fact for the listeners. But another show about a stand up comedian, not Louie. Okay. What, what show? What's another show about a stand up comedian in, in New York City? Cr- crashing? Crashing. About Pete Holmes. <laughs> no, not crashing. Oh. Oh, uh, uh, in the the season, oh, sorry Seinfeld. One. Seinfeld. <laughs> what's funny is as we're talking about this, as we're talking about this, I just didn't want to give it to you easy. But what's so crap, funny personal. is it shows the trend right now where you're like, uh, the Jim Gaffigan show? Oh, uh, hang the, on. Uh, that one episode of uh, The Masters Real Rob where he's in New York? <laughs> that Rob. one? Master of the No, okay, so... So Seinfeld, Seinfeld iconic, which, is which, a, which is a show that's doing great and check it out. It's on NBC. It's on doing Thursday. great. It's all on Hulu now. They got the contract. <laughs> Unfortunately, Steve Bannon gets some of that money. He does. He made a weird deal. Yeah. Fun. Not fun fact. But so where do they meet? What's like a super set piece of Tom's the show? restaurant? Where's Tom's restaurant? 72nd. 112th and Broadway. <laughs> Three blocks from my first apartment. Is Tom's Restaurant not in Manhattan? Okay. 112th in Broadway. What were they doing up there? They were always there. <laughs> I don't getting, care if I'm peeking out right now. They were getting into semantics. Um, they, were they were doing. All, that's a huge part of the show. He's like, Is that not in Manhattan? It's definitely in Manhattan. And that's that's three blocks and, and four blocks. If, that, we, that's if we get in into Manhattan it, it's like. Because it was in the show. Your apartment wasn't in the show, so not Manhattan. My apartment. Also, guess who else? Well, this doesn't mean I was going to say Barack Obama used to live one building over from where I lived in Manhattan because he went when he went to Columbia, he right? Went to Columbia. He lived a block. He lived a two does, buildings does he over. Say from that he lived in Manhattan. He is always like a lot of times. Whoa, people, not lot, bad. A lot of times people would say I didn't live in Manhattan and uh, I lived in Manhattan. That's a that's a D. That's a it D, was surprise when you were yeah. quiet. Well, it was crazy it, that he walked like, in the room and said that <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> he came all the way from his see apartment later, located later, in. Uh, it was on uh, 109th Street in uh, Manhattan. Oh. Uh, Joe, <laughs> mine was bad. Joe, <laughs> I, uh, Wait, my, I well, lost mine. Wh- I lost where mine. was your apartment at? What street again? Okay, two apartments. One at 109th in Amsterdam. One at 108th in Broadway. And then after that, 140th and Broadway and 145th, which you could say like, okay, that's way further uptown. But then you get into the whole thing of like, 
Is Harlem not Manhattan? I feel like Harlem's pretty classic Manhattan. The Apollo yeah. Theater. Like it's I don't know if Carrie Bradshaw's hanging out there in the nineties. But I think it's it's also classic Manhattan. But I but I think the Tom's Diner thing is I, I feel like I, I freaking got you hook, line, and sinker on that. I, I do want to find You're out. a fish. I reeled you in. I'm going to gut you and eat you in front of my family, Kevin. I want to find out. Fish cheeks for dinner, kids. <laughs> Salt God fritters. Name Kevin. Were you just stewing on this the moment you left? Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. I, the past two weeks on Wikipedia. Just like, like, where in, the fuck do we need to look up? If you go and he started office. with every like 2000s stand-up oh, yeah. comedy TV show yeah. and eventually boiled down to yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it. Like, it was like Aha. mad about you. Any info? <laughs> no. Frazier. Any info? The Jeffersons. I know it's that we'll go back. Uh, let's see. Um, why don't? Oh, sorry. Hello. So how about how about yeah, your one rule, lack Kevin. of preparation <laughs> is compensated by your enthusiasm? I will say, I've I feel I feel like I've been proven wrong, and I want to say to you, Corey. Mm-hmm. You're in Manhattan. Welcome. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're in Brooklyn now, uh, actually. Kevin, we're currently in the floor of uh, Brooklyn. And uh, I'm sad they took away my health care. Uh, oh, Not just mine. America's. <laughs> they took it away from the people. And I didn't vote for this. But now I'm on a boat with Oprah. So That's the I, surprise I of the episode is... Have you guys seen how much Oprah loves vegetables? <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, god. Okay. We, we can talk about that another we time. We can talk about that another time. All right. We, we, we got to watch, watch episode, episode two? Yeah, we got to watch, watch an episode. Episode, yeah, episode yeah. two, Attack of the Clones. Perfect. Ooh. We'll see you once we watch it. Bye. Episode two, Models and Mortals. After Miranda and Skipper bump into each other at the convenience store, they sleep together for the first time. Gary interviews Barkley, a modelizer who videotapes his conquest. Derek, a male model client of Stanford Blatch, spends the night with Carrie after a fashion show, although they don't sleep together. Samantha chases Barkley while at a fashion show in hopes of being put on tape. And now, back to the boys. Well, we're two. We're two done. Wow, we're, we're in. Wow, what, Ooh, what a model episode! <laughs> Is, uh, <laughs> gotta say, gotta say, Mr. Big, right there, right there in the end, getting the last. Uh... <sighs> Look at that. Uh, he he is he he drops lines like what was this? A, like? I don't know. I don't know. It was uh, it was okay. See ya. <laughs> oh man! Look at that. What step a down. Poet. I think it's a little bit of a step down from Abso well, fucking Lutely. <laughs> but okay. his re- his it's real line was though. his real line was uh, his real line was something about dating beautiful models. I forgot what he said, but then he goes, "But sometimes you just want to be with the one who makes you laugh." <laughs> As, okay. Yeah. See ya. If we knew, he if, sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> but it's true. I do think there it's. It, it's, it's, I wonder what they wanted to do with that character. Cause now we know, maybe some people don't, I, I've never seen the show and I know that it's like, okay, he's, he's in the movies. So yeah, he's, 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 the he's, he's in the movie he's big. The movie big is about him. Yeah. That's <laughs> his Genesis. He had a big, have we ever talked about that? That the Genesis of Mr. Big I think the origin story of Mr. Big, big yeah. is that Mr. Big is currently do you think Tom goes, Hanks. If he never became a kid again, does he go well, back and play the floor piano in sex in the city. <laughs> yeah, if you look, if you look in the episode, if I directed if you pull it, back, yes. he's actually always on a piano in every scene. <laughs> it there's that one episode of Sex in the City that we haven't watched yet, but we'll get to. It's in season four, and it's so weird because none of the women are in it. It just <laughs> follows Mr. Big all the way out to Coney Island to a Zoltar machine. <laughs> and he looks at it and he just goes, Why did I lose that coin? And you know, my family on Long Island. <laughs> my brother. But he's stuck a human. He's stuck to be a human. Gone. F.E.O. Schwartz, rest in peace. No longer in Manhattan. No longer in Manhattan. Nope. Nope. Not in Manhattan. At 59th and 5th Avenue. Uh, what the, were you, what was everyone's initial thoughts? Did it, uh, I, I'll say this. I, I've seen that episode before. Okay. Have you? Uh, no. Okay. Kevin Model, is not because you've never seen any no, of them before. Models and mortals. Models and mortals. Models and more. Um, I felt like good episode, kind of weaker than the pilot. Yeah. You know, but you're in your second episode. It's your, one, ho- it's, one, it's your one Hootie of, and the like Blowfish. One to ten. What are we? Second what are we giving it? I'd I'd give it a seven. Okay, 
I, I'd give it a set. There's some provocative things. I'd give it a Fairweather Johnson. Ooh. <laughs> like the Braves in 95. Do you know what that is? I, I just gave you the sec. I gave you a line from the song. <laughs> Fairweather I'm... Johnson, like the Braves in 95. Oh, Fair, okay, here's a, here's, a, so it's it's, a it's, it's a five. It's a five. I'm not going to go off on Hootie and the Blowfish trivia. It's uh, it's a Hootie and the Blowfish's second album. It's their second album. It was their sophomore album. Yeah, which yeah. is always a tough album. Always a tough album to to cover. But also the episode. I will say. I'll just say this. Like when he said "absolutely," I was just like, "Drop I, the mic." I want more. I knew when she said that line. I was like, "I think that's the end." But also, I. I feel like we didn't cover as much in that episode. Yeah, you were clamoring for some more. I, you I was. You, when, it, when credits started rolling, you you were chomping at the bit a little bit. Still. Yeah. I do like that they brought up uh, rent-controlled apartments because mm-hmm. I feel like one of the one of the cool things about this show that I'm excited about is just lame New York, yeah. like, insidery stuff. Because if anyone doesn't know, I don't know where our listeners could be. There could be some that are in uh, Austria, New Zealand. Ooh, but there's a so. law... In New York City, because that's what the last line was that uh, comparing a model to a rent stabilized apartment overlooking the park. Like yeah. She was like, yeah. say something like beauty is fading, but a rent stabilized apartment looking over the park is forever. Yeah, so it was something to that effect. And it's always it's always bestowed on the, like the least. That's a the Socrates person. quote. <laughs> That yeah, was he, Socrates said that quote. He, yeah, and yeah, he, he had he had a rent rent controlled place right outside the pan, of overlooking the Parthenon. <laughs> the Parthenon He's overlooking the Parthenon. He's like, I don't know, I can see the Coliseum. It's you know, amazing. It's, uh, I slept with a model, but I'm gonna live here. So the thing about I slept with a model, but I'm it was, making it up. <laughs> I'm writing philosophy. Sure, this happened to be a 13 year old boy, but he was a model. You it's, know, uh, and it's a different culture. Listen, so. pederast. We can't talk about pederasty. Yeah, that's a different. That's a different part. I'm sorry I brought it up. It's, I just, I would just really like your Socrates impression. <laughs> it was his. What you don't get in the written text is his voice. Yeah. Well, he he actually never wrote anything. It was all Plato. Oh, that's a good point. Anyway, we won't, he wrote we everything won't go in Plato. He, he shaped yeah. it out of Plato. He would stretch it out. Put Plato, it Plato, Plato. I off. made it out of clay. <laughs> that's gonna be a holiday song one time. Anyway, the thing about thought is. Uh, that's my Socrates. He's, uh, he's, he's a he's a failed stand up comedian. Yes. So uh, yes. what is truth? Socrates. <laughs> he's a shock comic. Socrates. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Okay. I wish I was smart enough to like pull out a Socrates quote. No, I will. no, it's all right. You got to work on Socrates' act. You got to work on Socrates' act. Hey. Yeah, I don't live in some cave like old Plato Fun Factory over there. You no, know, he didn't write anything. He didn't write anything. Or I didn't write anything. Who None of write us write anything. Socrates did. Socrates did. Allegory of the cave. I think, therefore, I fucking am. I know there that's not go. Socrates, okay? John has a philosophy degree. and we're You do. So John upset. is the smartest one of all. I'm but. just raging over here. There's okay, so okay, a rent controlled so, apartment, yes. which the most notorious of all of them is on Commerce Street, and it it might go to the Supreme Court in the next few years. So it's mm. actually could affect our city and our laws. But four bedroom, it's a four bedroom. We could look it up for sure, but it's a four bedroom for like four hundred twenty dollars. What? Wow. Yeah, and it's right above. It's That's right a on Commerce Street. Sweet price to pay, <laughs> four twenty, bro. <laughs> I'm Socrates. I'm getting high. Getting puffed. Getting so, puffed. Parthenon, more like the Farthenon. All right. That one wasn't as good. That stinks. <laughs> no. 420. Anyway. So, so, yeah. But the, yeah. So, she's like, be, like I guess, being a model or beauty is bestowed on the people that deserve at least just like rent-controlled apartments. Yeah. Do, do any of you live in rent-controlled apartments? I have a you, rent. So, rent-control does not exist anymore if you leave and someone goes in. Right. It it does, can but it's- it what, what is you pass the, it down to, to your your- Children, you're, you, you it's very difficult to now, okay. but there are some that exist, but like landlords, like you can pass it down to your kids, but it like landlords can contest that. So rent control is when it, when it started, like let's say 1940, then you have the rent from 1940. What I have, that I have just rents, means it never changes. It never like you changes. You'll pay, you'll pay 40 bucks a month if that's what it was yes. for the, until so, the end of time. Yeah. So basically a lot of those in New York, they have to pay gas and so, so Carrie was wrong. water. Rent control apartments do end. They're not forever. They're, <laughs> well, for your entire life, because you won't leave. First Got big it. flaw of the show we found. Yeah. And um, hold on. I'm going to call the Blasio real quick. 
and where <laughs> um but rent stabilization yes. is still a very big thing for buildings there's a lot of those but there's like mm. a I don't know, like 400,000 of those. And that means and it goes like up a percentage or something? It goes up a certain percentage every year. But and it, 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 they limit the percentage that it goes up. Yeah, the rental board does that. Oh. So there's places now that it's like, if you got it, they'd be like, oh, they're going to raise your rent by like 150 bucks mm -hmm. uh, or something. So then it it kind of keeps at the times. But still, if you stay there for a few years, like you get a good deal. Yeah. And they can't just jack it up. They can't just be like $1,000 more. Yeah. So those are, it's funny because like, that's how they justify like any show in because most of these shows they're not people that are bankers right so it's like on seinfeld or on friends that apartment was massive yeah and they're just like eh, my grandma had rent control it's 500 but that that place now in the west village the friends apartment would be it'd be like six thousand dollars a month right, it right. was gig yeah it was yeah. huge but i think carrie's we find out because i knew this from the tour that i did hers was seven hundred dollars a month and if you look at her apartment on the upper east side that thing would be a lot more than seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would be but three thousand. I'm pretty sure she has a rent controlled apartment. I don't know when she acknowledges it. We'll find out. We'll we'll have to we'll have to get there. All right, so let's talk about the episode. I, yeah. I noticed uh, they they made a. It's about models, and uh, something I thought was funny is they were always the the women the main four. They're always like whenever they're together or they're chatting, they're always like pushing the fact that they were eating. Yeah. Uh, and they're like in sweats, which I think is funny because all those women are very beautiful, yeah. very attractive, yeah. in shape women. But it's like th in order for them to talk about models, they got to be like, like chewing some uh, Chinese food or eating hors d'oeuvres. Like she attacked that hors d'oeuvre tray the same way that I attacked oh, hors d'oeuvre like trays the, in the, weddings. The sweet potato and, puffs or whatever yeah, she yeah. was going yeah. crazy on. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 when I go to a, a party that has hors d'oeuvres, I very calculate it in a very calculated manner. I find the point in which they're bringing the hors d'oeuvres out mm. and I immediately crowd that point so they cannot get past me. Oh, and that's... I'm the reason that none of you ever have hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> so the night, now, we need to keep talking about the episode, but the night that is the reason for this podcast, the night the three of us hung out and had that fateful night that we talked about on episode one. That same night when we were at some fancy New York party, you were like, we need to stand over here because this is where the pass That's we're passing out these little yeah. pretzel sandwiches. Yeah. And we got to know the cater waiters. Yeah. And you were like, hey, dude, come here. And like, and you have a very good rapport with those people. Like you, you're, you're kind of like, hey, because like, that's the thing too, because people could, I enjoy like, them. No I one else is going to get the food. But the then you, yeah, uh, you know, you're, did you guys ever cater? You totally know it. I, I waited tables. I never. I waited tables. I never cater waited. I did. I did cater. Well, I never. I never I, worked at a restaurant, but I did a lot of cater waitering, and I would always try and find the people like you that was like, "Who's the person I can we, go up?" And they're we like, "We appreciate it. Yeah, we, we appreciate what you're doing. Well, you know." Well, I would always. I'd try and find the people that I could like swear and be like, "This party fucking sucks," and stuff. And they'd be like, "I know. I have to be here because it's like it's like this art or something." But I would like. I would always savor that because I would love to find that person and be like, cool, I can have a real moment for a second. Right. And, uh, that's a rough, it's a rough job. Did but, you ever, uh, like, like be like, man, this party fucking blows. And the, and it was like, this is my art opening, my art gallery. And you just, you know, like, had shit on your face. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's the, but the art is just like be beautiful. I, I was in in an elevator last year with uh, a woman who was a producer on a, a movie last year that was really well known. <laughs> she, she's like, "Did you uh, did you see that movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, I really hated it. I thought it was awful." And she's like, "Oh, I was a producer on that movie, and I felt really really stupid about that." Oh man! Anyway, oh no! It was, was one the, of my clients. What was the movie? I forgot. It was. Can you say it? Maybe. Okay. And, uh, it was. Uh, I don't remember. You the already name said it. it sucks, but it's fine. It was. The we one, already know it was the it one is. that Leonardo DiCaprio was in that he won SpongeBob uh, SquarePants. Yes, the movie. The oh, one that yeah. he won the Academy Award for. The Revenant. Yes, didn't. Okay, didn't like Revenant. It. Well, so then you also didn't need. Like it's not like your opinion like matters. My like, opinion never matters when it comes to movies. <laughs> <laughs> Stop well, the production. John didn't like it. Hold on. Uh, Spielberg's got to listen to John again, huh? I'm Socrates. Uh, yeah, the um I think the those four women they're they're TV they're TV ugly. They're beautiful people and they're <laughs> incredible. So it's like they are different than models just cuz they're looks, but it's like it's if the fat friend on a TV show is never fat in real life. Right. The, and they're that. They're like when Kim Cattrall's talking about like 
What you just had me over? It's like Kim Cattrall. You're a which one's cr- which one's Kim Cattrall? Or not Kim Cattrall? Sorry, Kim Cattrall is that's uh, Samantha. That's Samantha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. talking Kim about Cattrall, red redhead Miranda uh, Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia Nixon. Yeah, she's she's saying like you only date models, and that dude's like, yeah, I only date models. It's like that dude would never even end up with Cynthia I, Nixon. <laughs> I think. I think. My my own like sensitive triggers went off when you said this because I think the the word like TV ugly just means a normal person. Yeah, like when you say someone's TV ugly, you mean that they like I mean people get handsome people get cast as like the everyman in a TV show. Yeah, and that's the whole point of the episode is that like models are not like normal looking people, and they refer to them I think as giraffes with breasts. Yes, there, mm-hmm. which I used to work in this building in New York. This city where uh, it was, it was um, half, I think I might've talked about this last episode. Maybe not. It's like half production offices, half modeling agencies. And you would see every day, like normal people that work in film production, going up to work, just being normal. And then everyone else in the elevator looked like a deer. They were (laughs) like tall and fawn like. Yeah. And that's what the whole episode was about. I I mean, one thing that they do nail in that episode is if you go down to like Soho, yeah, or the West Village, like there is a literal sea of very attractive models everywhere. Yes. Men, women, children, mo- like it doesn't matter. There's just like these attractive so many attractive people. children in Soho. <laughs> there, I'm, dude, I'm so many you. attractive children it's in Soho. It's, oh, uh, Socrates is back. Okay, what were we talk about earlier? Listen, John, that comes from a normal place. But it is. It is shocking to see to see Ooh. them. You know, I'm a big guy, and when yeah. I'm when I'm going toe to toe with a model, it's you know I got. A lot of weight and a lot of height on on them. You almost went toe to toe with the model. Hey, yeah. John's grandma tried to no, set my, him up. Your what? Your my, mom? My aunt. Your aunt yeah. set you up with a model, Kate model. Upton. <laughs> tried. She tried, and yeah. you didn't call her. I no. Wait, let's get back to the episode because I, I feel like Kate we're Upton spiraling. <laughs> Wait, you. <laughs> There's some kids outside. They, they they heard Socrates and they're like, what's like, going on Socrates? in here? So, but the um, okay. So, I when I meant TV ugly, I meant that if Cynthia Nixon would would not have even given that guy the time of day. She's sure. stunning. They're all beautiful, uh, but that's probably a female thing. Even beautiful women, I feel like uh, probably f- maybe that's the whole point of the episode. You feel insecure around models, mm-hmm. but they're people too. Yeah. But I don't think that's that was what the we learned. That's what we learned from we uh, learn. the bone. Yeah. Oh, Derek, the bone. Derek the bone. Derek the bone. Where did he get the nickname from, guys? Uh, I wonder. An underwear is he, model. Is his dad a paleontologist? I think his father's a paleontologist. <laughs> yeah. They discovered him at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> Derek, uh, call me the bone. I think his dad was the guy that cleaned the dinosaur skeleton. I think that's why he was called the bone. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. His dad's a side character not at the museum. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he, uh, well, there's him, but also there's Derek the Bone, but a real person. He just he gets lonely. You know, he's from Iowa. What's he's crazy is we city. read this. I mean, we heard this earlier, but he's based on a real. Um, he's based on a real underwear model, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he that guy auditioned for this part. The real model did. The real model auditioned to play the Bone who was based on and they said you're too old to play the bone mm-hmm. he's got osteoporosis he's got old bones and uh but yeah he was the bone you got old bones. you got old bones come on drink some and share get out of here but uh let's uh what do you guys think of uh barclay or parker as we heard it a couple we times thought his name show. was parker yeah i think but, who is this he's the he's the artist who in soho carries friends with mm-hmm. in soho never sold a painting but can live in soho yeah, yeah, they're right. they they're still out there. Those 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 artists. Uh, if they have, I mean, if they own their place or if they have rent control, they can't. They they nobody just, has rent control anymore. We already established that it doesn't exist anymore. If they don't leave, if they, they don't leave, they get it. your kids. They're all gone. It's over. Okay, <laughs> Shakriti's the last person to have it. He looks over the Parthenon and he's done. He's the last person to ever have rent control. That dude. The fact that he videotapes women having sex mm-hmm. and doesn't without. Any, Without, without them know, without is, knowing their consent. Is, That's the thing that doesn't age well on the show, I think. Does, well, and yeah, exactly. I, I, it, <laughs> like, I like that I said that like that was something that was like, I'm going to make a bold statement. <laughs> well, I think because you were worried that I'm I was going to be here, like, guys. is I'm not sure. awesome. No, it's it's kind of absurd that it's like, and maybe, I mean, maybe that's because is this show before the internet? 
before the internet was like widespread because yeah. now I think part you of think that they were still dialing up on AOL at that point. I know, but I don't think people were uploading videos of naked like you couldn't I I just feel I wonder if that became a mate like you have to go through all the trouble to have that set up. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't age well cuz that's like that's like you doing that that dude could go to jail now. And he and and that's Carrie instead of just being like, oh, this is kind of silly. Give me a light for my cigarette. She yeah. should be like, what the actual fuck is going on here? Right. Yeah, like, you are a bad man. Yeah, right. Go to jail. But I do, I do wonder. I th- I think it's even back then. I feel like it's supposed to be shocking. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if it's because of the internet that people started realizing, like, oh, you can do that. Like you had to go to such great lengths for that guy to be a creep. Now anyone could do that. And it's like, all right, there's got to be a law against this because mm-hmm. this is a lot of people are doing this. Do you guys think it became endearing because he would look at the camera occasionally and wink at it? <laughs> I think yeah. it was more it's of like an you know what. Exercise. Actually, that's not that bad of a thing that he's doing. Yeah, he's I a- will say Samantha is one for two. Because her first, like, her wanting to, like, that dude was, even though Capote Duncan was, like, kind of a douche. Legend. I feel like that sex scene was, like, oh, good for her. This number, it's like, why are you fucking that dude? What a fucking loser. Yeah. I think that's just Samantha's life, though. Yeah, I'm getting to know her. I don't know her. I think it's that Samantha's like, listen, it's a journey, you know? She just wants to have sex like a man. She does want to have sex like a man. She just wants to get out there and... It's just making noises. I need a I need a sandwich now. I gotta get a burrito. And then how men have sex? Sorry, I thought I, had didn't, I didn't mean to. That's but I'm done. Sex. I gotta go write this down. Yeah, uh, I think I I definitely that, I was, was not impressed with her choice there. Yeah, but what's weird but is was she was she into the guy or, or she was into, into maybe the videotape thing? She was she's like into, she's into the romp. Yeah, he, he's uh he's uh Martini straight up if you all remember. Yeah, she, she asked, is asked. he a straight up or with a twist? With a twist. Yeah. Oh, he's straight up. Now tell me, are you going to videotape? I said, X. whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-oh. Or am I caught in a hit and run? I'm caught on videotape having sex. Yeah. So I yeah, th- that was kind of weird. I will say it did, like living here, we talked about this earlier with the Soho thing, but it's like there are very few places, like when you leave, and then come back to New York and walk through Soho or someplace. You're just like, it is insane. It's nuts. The, the amount of, cause it's not even like, if there's a cute person, like someplace you're like, man, they're cute. But then there's some areas it's like, it's, it's just, you're just observing. Cause it's like, I'm not even going to, I'm not even, it's not even like attractive in like the way, like I'm attracted or it's like the movie star level mm-hmm. beauty that you see, you know, the girl, I was at Starbucks like a year ago and uh, the girl from American pie, um, who's the, She's the one that got naked in American Pie. Shannon Elizabeth? Eugene Levy? Eugene Levy. I think it was Eugene Levy. I got to say, I don't want to detract you, but never seen American Pie. Really? Oh, new podcast. Oh, new podcast. Also, we should start a new podcast because you know what else I've never seen? I've never seen The Lion King, um, which I've heard is a lot like American Pie. I might be off base. That's just you being stubborn now, though, right? Are At we, this I mean, point, are... it's like a combination of stubborn and lazy. You should, you should just do the Broadway show. Like don't even don't even see like the, get cast oh, Lion King get, get cast, cast in, in the Broadway, Broadway show. show right yeah. yeah yeah do you know a lot of the songs? Uh, Kevin just spoke in tongues. Uh, <laughs> I I know the that's, and also I'll say this I am a big Phil Collins fan yeah. non ironically and he did some Lion King work I believe I is that it was true Elton John it was Elton John oh never he did mind. Tarzan work no, I don't even know that anymore um, I guess I'm not you'll as big of a fan as I thought that's Tarzan heart. yeah never seen that either and but who cares in. so uh, Shannon Elizabeth I think okay. is her uh-huh. name she was the foreign exchange student okay she walked into a Starbucks and it's like oh yeah she was in and it was like. I couldn't even tell who she was because I was like, I don't remember. I didn't think of her as a movie star. I thought she was just a model, but it was like she was nine times the level of a tri- of anyone in the Starbucks. It was just like all the energy was on her. And but I feel you're like telling me in a Starbucks, yeah, there's nobody that looks like a model. <laughs> that's, well, I mean, with that's crazy. The, the real shocking thing is that she doesn't like great coffee. Right. She's true. just there trying to, she's just trying, they're trying to get a quick fix. I didn't mean to give a major slam on Starbucks. Did she just come in I to use think, the bathroom? 
I think, <laughs> did she go up and ask for a receipt with a code on it? Yeah, and then she did the she did this scene from Dumb and Dumber when she got in there. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely I do think you get those certain people that either are stars or it's like that person's very attractive. I wonder who they are. And yeah. then you're like, oh, cool. That's the the cover of Vogue for this past month. Right. Or it's like um, when you see, yeah, there's a thing where certain people just, it's like a genetic structure thing where they just look yeah. fabulous. Or they look like aliens. Or they look like, like sometimes I'll see like a celebrity yeah. or, or a model or something like that. And I'm just like, your head is huge. Yeah. 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 And your body is so small. Yeah. They look like avatar in real life. Kind yeah. Of. And, yeah. And you, you see them on, on, on the pictures and you're like, they're pretty attractive. Then you see them in real life. Oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of a little bit shocking. Yeah, harsh angles. What do you guys think of the mod, the modelizer? The uh, okay, that so I, that guy, that, his, that like, guy is. You mean the actual character? I mean, the character was a jackass. He was first of all, he was he was like in his late forties, and they painted him as the thirty-four year old. Thirty-four year old. You talking about Nick Waxler? That Nick was his Waxler. character's name was yeah. Nick Waxler. Nick, let's talk about Nick for a little First bit. of all, there was a weird moment where he walks up out of a basement apartment and he says, these models, these things that make you do. And he's like, I'm a 30-year-old man and I'm turning into an old man or something. That was paraphrased. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What had happened? Did he just wake in, he just well, that was the end of, I think that He had to clean their apartment. Oh, that's what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think the, that was the end of, I feel like that was the moral of the episode. That was that just like, just, yeah, you, you thought he would be like, Man, there's nothing like fucking models my entire life. And at the end, he's like, I'm broke. He has to spend all his money to impress them. Right. And like, I have to bend my life over backwards in order to spend time with them or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not worth the, the not worth the work. The I just, I feel like all three of us are like, we've already learned that lesson because there's not, <laughs> I don't think we have the, the clout or the money or the... I wonder if I, if you just went to the, if that's what you wanted out of life is to fuck models. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you could put your game face on and just do it. Like if any one of us was like, that's our new goal. If you could just figure out how to do it, it wouldn't be well, with money necessarily, but I, I do think in a weird way, uh, Barclay, mm -hmm. who was in the, the episode, yeah, the yeah. artist who the center was named after. Yes. We talked about the Barclay center. Uh, that's an original joke there, Corey. <laughs> that was John Sieber's joke. Nope. That was Jeremy Balin's joke. <laughs> Sorry. That was Jeremy Balin, our producer. <laughs> Jeremy Balin, our producer. Gosh, darn it. Rewind. Uh, so uh, Barclay from the episode, Barclay from the episode, uh, he says, you just need to talk to models as normal people. Yeah. Which I feel- Oh, I don't like, remember him saying that. Oh, yeah. He said that he was like, he was talking to Carrie- in his apartment, and he was like, "You just got to talk to him." Like He's like, normal. "You just got to talk to him like normal people, like normal people, and then videotape him." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I he know. had he had ulterior <laughs> motives, yeah. but I do think that was that was a, a interesting thing where he, it, granted, he was using his powers for not good. He was using his powers for the dark art of videoing women while he had sex with them, and them not not knowing. women, just models. Just models. When him and Samantha are getting on. He has a nice piece of uh, paper taped <laughs> to his that? camera. It's his nice. Uh, He's like, I got a legal pad. Well, so well, like, so what's interesting to me, and I'm just having like exploring this thought. Like, they made Nick nick waxler the bad guy they painted him back yes. he's obviously a piece of shit mm -hmm. we get that he's he's you know neurotic and stressed out and awful but barclay is clearly the villain here the guy's a bad dude which he's I, not I painted as such. he's not painted so he's that's why as like a fun loving lovable guy who, but he's, he's, he's a wacky that. artist he's the wacky artist who's 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 banging girls and videotaping them when nick He's probably a little like uh, he's probably not Nick's the nicest guy in the world, but he's attracted to models, and that's who he wants. To, and like, is it so wrong for him to want to be with models? Is that like a is that like make you a bad person if that's your criteria? I would you say find this: a, I don't think he, I don't think he's doing anything wrong. I think they were doing it for different reasons. If we put the videotaping the girls to the side, because I think the writer clearly did not think of it as as lascivious a thing as we do now. But if you put that to the side, I think it's for the reasons like. Nick Waxler was doing it because he's like, I'm spending my life doing this and this is what I get value from, but it's driving me crazy. And the other guy's just like, treat them just, they're models, but like, and I like banging models, but I just talk to them like they're people because they are people and that's how I end up doing it. I feel like one was working harder than the other and... It ends up being the Soho artist, but he he's he Nick was he's also more attractive because like his friends were bored with the girls that he's bringing. Yeah, up. That's I think like it, why I think it, that's rude too. 
I think it also bring up, it make everyone ask the same question. That part was a little weird. Where they, where yeah, his one party game was like, okay, every week we pretend. Well, like they could have made it a little bit more up. fun. They could have answered it differently every week, or you know, mix it up. Like Maybe. they didn't have to say the same names. Also, they're at time. his apartment. He's providing all the alcohol. Why don't you just enjoy? Yeah, the party that Nick Wax or, or, was throwing. Hey, why don't you ask a question? Yeah, because Nick, Nick's the one doing all of the questioning. I think Nick's a good guy. I'm on his team. I think, yeah. I I would I think Nick is is your everyman person in your real life where he's set up in a TV show to be like, oh, he's some business guy that loves pretty girls. Mm-hmm. But like, I bet if you actually sat down with Nick, you'd be like, yeah, he's a little. He's he probably might- got a couple kids from a previous marriage. I like, bet I bet you would I bet Nick you would learn like he's just if grinding. they follow him. I don't think they follow his character, but if they did. I bet he's right on the precipice at the end of this episode from a friend just being like, you know who you should meet? You should meet like my good friend. And then he like falls in love head over heels with this girl. Do you think Nick is uh, friends with the bro in the gym that ha- always has opinions while he's pumping weights? Oh man, that guy, Brad Fox. <laughs> I love Brad Fox just doing endless flies. And the thing I thought about is was- Is it possible for him to work out without giving an interview or does, do, do they have to be married together? I think was it, Brad Fox in episode one too? I think Abs- Brad Fox was- I don't in, think we got a name though. I think I he, think he was yeah. just, I, which is funny because if you think about how the show was made, that means they shot all of Brad Fox's stuff the same day and they were like- Okay, let's just let's just feed Brad Fox some of these mod- these episode two models or mortals lines. Yeah, we let's have to see if we that. can get him in episode two somehow. We got to pay him the same day rate. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to get more money, but let's just get him in episode two. And Brad Fox is like, "This is great. I'll be a major fixture." Then somehow we, we need to get twenty of, years yeah, later. We, he's on we got to get a Nordic track in here and bring in Brad Fox and see. What <laughs> but he, he can has do. to ride the Nordic track the entire episode. He wouldn't have anything to say unless he was working out. Wait, I, I want to ask you this because John has worked out you've worked out more than me and Kevin in your sure. in our lives. And would it be hard to give it as many interviews as that guy's given while doing that many chess flies? You I know, don't know how many chess flies I could do. Probably if not you, many. If you can give a thoughtful answer to a question while you're working out, you're not really working out. <laughs> Shots fired at Brad Fox. Wow. Yeah. If you can if you can our watch, first controversy. Uh, if you can watch the Golden Girls while you're on the treadmill and while flipping through a cosmopolitan, you're not really working out. Brad Fox. What, come on the show. Justify yourself. Hey, Brad Fox. Bring it, Fox. Bring it, Fox. So the, okay, that's a good question, though. The The episode opened with, um, what are the, the old time stars that you would have wanted to, you want, who would you wanted to have slept with as an old time star, alive or dead? And my answer is, if I'm going to sleep with a star, I want him to be alive. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to sleep with a star while they're dead. I don't care who they are. Yeah, that's true. And listen, I'll get freaky, but but hold the break. Even Shockerties, <laughs> he wouldn't go there. Well, what, what is everyone's answers? Who would you sleep with? Mine's like, the first girl I fell in love with, which is Audrey uh, Hepburn. Uh, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, and it's like, but then also their questions are so like Sophia Loren's so much like sex. But I remember the first time my heart skipped a beat, and I like literally would like go to borders and like look at pictures of her. And I was like, I'm in love with this person was Audrey Hepburn. And then also Audrey Tattoo when after I saw Amelie, like I had dreams that we were married. <laughs> Corey. I feel like Ooh. my answer was like too serious. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to fuck Audrey Hepburn. I didn't even fall in love with no, her. You have no. to give an exhausted answer that you have <laughs> been asked this a million times. I was going to say, I, I don't know if I've, thought about it um i mean i want to just say judy garland i guess i thought you're gonna say judy dench she, i think she probably dame life, judy man. dench would you say judy garland for real too sad of a life she did have too sad of a life which is why i wanted to make it better by getting in bed with her no i uh hey, that's the first this is one of these you don't things. need the pills this time you I, got Corey k <laughs> i i'll say this very briefly but like a couple years ago Someone gave me the the greatest thing whenever you're doing a list like this, where mm. someone was like, top five albums. And then they were like, here's the thing, top five albums, you can change them tomorrow. Just what are your top five? And I, because right every time anyone yeah. said like, the pressure's what on. star would you, I was like, oh shoot, I've never thought about this before. So for now, I'll say Judy Garland, because she's what, got dark hair and she's pretty. What was, Big, the, what nice was the moment that Somewhere you thought Somewhere over the that, rainbow. Though. Oh, <laughs> that's my answer. Yellow brick hoes. <laughs> Meet me in St. Saint- 
Wait, what was the moment that you are that you're thinking of that you're like, man, Judy Garland's beautiful? Is there a moment of that, or you just thought there's a moment when you were talking about Aubrey Hepburn? I was like, crap, I gotta come up with somebody. <laughs> and I just thought I was like, she's got she's got yeah. dark hair, yeah. nice eyes, she's pretty. And Let I, the I, dog I, watch. <laughs> I liked uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I don't know any other movie she's in. What other right. movie is she in? Meet Me in St. Louis. The only the <laughs> A Star Is Born. The only other like old movie that I could think of was Vertigo, and I was like, I love Jimmy Stewart, but he can't be my answer. Oh, that'd be Grace <laughs> Kelly, and I would absolutely should have said Grace Kelly. Go wild on Grace oh, Kelly. Who's in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Audrey, Audrey Hepburn, Hepburn, baby. There we go. Okay, I'm on Team no, Kevin now. Or did you did you want to bang Mickey Rooney in a racist, racist Asian, Asian accent? <laughs> Just doing the most racist Asian. I gotta accent say, ever. I want to fuck Mickey Rooney in some racist Asian. But I would video it like Barclay. <laughs> Wait, John, what's your answer? What's your Terry answer? Gross? Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, mine, mine would probably be uh, there's a scene in the movie Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that Wait, movie. Yeah. And there's a scene where he's fighting a guy and he throws him through a hotel. Yes, uh, I know wall, exactly what you're talking about. And there's a couple in there. Yes. And the, and, and the female stands up and she's topless. That's the first uh, topless woman I ever saw. And that would be my answer. <laughs> What's crazy about that? Two Don't things. know her name. Two things. One, I didn't realize we could go back to like the 80s. I thought we had to go to like black and white movies or whatever. And you said a live or dead. I know. I lost the thing. I got thrown off by Hepburn anyway. But I feel like everyone they said was pretty old. Do you, are you, do you have the same answer as me now? <laughs> Did you yeah, but you? mine is Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, no, I had always thought growing up that that scene, I don't think it's true, but I remember hearing as like a six year old or like, you know, when you hear like crazy things when you're a kid and someone's like, oh, there's this movie, it's this R rated movie. My brother saw it. And someone had said that he throws someone through and Arnold Schwarzenegger pulls out his gun and he shoots that guy in the boner. <laughs> But that didn't happen, did it? Definitely didn't happen. I'm very oh, familiar shoot. with that okay. with that uh with that movie. That did not happen. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, it does have one of the best Arnold Schwarzenegger lines that never gets said. Which so. is let off some steam. <laughs> <laughs> he kills a guy by like shoving him into a steam pipe oh, and then yeah. you know, some steam comes. That's great. Um okay, anyway. so we played the game. Um yeah, so I think we have we haven't talked about Skipper yet. No. And I think it's important to Love because Skipper. Captain Crunch. He was gonna buy Captain Crunch at the convenience store. The cereal was a Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. He sees Miranda in a bodega. He he plays it. I think he got the best arc of this episode because he played it so over the top. Like he was talking to, he he called her. He like let it all out on the Zach Morris phone too. On the. There are going to be a lot more old phones than this. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the phones change. The <laughs> That's what I'm really excited about. Look, they're so getting smaller. Culture. Hey, it's John with the phone corner. Listen, on this episode, we had Skipper's Zach Morris phone. This episode, we see the entrance of the StarTac into the SATC universe. Ladies and gentlemen, congr- congratulations. This is your first entry into the Nokia world. <laughs> um, but that Skipper... Hello, Moto. <laughs> Sorry. Late edition. I think... Skipper was, he played it too hard. This, I feel like this is the most common thing from the episode as from a guy's perspective is you like a girl, you're like, that went well. And then you are supposed to play it cool. And he's Skipper. He's like, I'm not playing it cool. I'm going to like, let it all out there. I'm going to call be like, what's the deal? On he's the not phone asking call. for much. He's just asking for a second date too. He's asking for a call back too. I mean, they were man. making, they were making call out. Back. I mean, come on. And he's like, do, they, do you do that with everybody? Yeah. But I do feel like the, it's it's presented the whole episode like he's making the wrong move. Even she says she's like, oh, she's like, this is why you never set your friend up with another friend. Until Miranda sees her reflection on his glasses. Yeah. She sees himself she in sees those glasses smudge. and she's like, damn, Skipper. And then they go home together. Leave that. Leave that Captain Crunch. Yeah, there. he says, let Let's me go. get my Captain Crunch. And then what she was she buying? I don't know. Gar- cat food. Cat food. She's Gardettos. Was she buying cat food? All rye chips. All, oh, all dude. All rye chips. <laughs> She was buying, yeah, she was for sure buying two cans of cat food. Two cans of cat food, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way you got to play your life, though. You got to go Skipper. I didn't like Skipper in the first episode, but I liked his move on this, that it's like, you know what? Just put it out there, because you may not, you may not. I think you, I think you go Skipper if you want, or you go Wexler if you want. Like, you can, just, just, just don't go Barclay. Don't go Barclay, because Barclay, Barclay means you're videotaping people and not telling them. And even as an art, well, you, you've seen artists that have done that, and they, they get outed because they're not doing good things. Yeah. Yeah. Today. 
today. Kevin Spacey. There you go. Now you guys know when we recorded it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kevin Spacey just released American Beauty. <laughs> Are you saying that? We recorded we this recorded in 1999. This? We did. You guys big Mina Suvari fans? I am. Uh, the other thing I was going to say about Skipper, though, I feel like Skipper kind of represents the rise of the nerds at that time where like i think he was really yeah. nerdy then mm. but i think skipper was just like hey look i got circle glasses and like i'm a cool guy i'm gonna friggin' ask you to call me back yeah i'm eating captain crunch as a man in his 30s i don't care captain crunch is really delicious yeah, yeah. skipper ask the top point. of my mouth that that's the one that rips up the top of your mouth oh, yeah. so horribly yeah it teaches you patience. peanut butter captain crunch Ooh, very good so good i would say uh there was another funny, re- the first episode had a Donald Trump reference. This one had a Charlie Sheen reference. Like, yeah. he's the greatest. They're, and two now- for, they're two for two for really just stand up gentlemen. Oh, you know who I want to bang? A guy with HIV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking the third episode will probably get a Bill Cosby reference. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, who's who's next? Um, what what are some final final Kim thoughts Jong-un. with the episode? Kim Jong-un. Uh, <laughs> he's not born yet, but they're going to bring him up. Okay. Final thoughts. I... Are we going around and doing actual final thoughts? Yeah, we're doing them like Jerry Springer. Final thoughts. Springer's final it, thought. Here's sometime. You know, he started out as a as a news anchor at a local station, and that's where like, Springer's final was thought he the came governor from. Or that he was a he held held political office in a city too. Yeah, I think Cincinnati. He did. Yeah, mayor yeah. of Cincinnati. Mayor of Cincinnati. Man, I, Man, I went to the last one of his last episodes he taped in Chicago. It was perfect. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh, one thing I wanted to say. This is completely. Uh, apropos of, of no direction we're going, but when all when all of the women were talking about models and how they hated their own bodies, one thing that I thought was very New York is Carrie doesn't have a real dining room table. They were all mm, sitting on like mm, ottomans at a mm. coffee table, which I was like, that does kind of nail what it's like to live in an apartment in New Absolutely. York where you have people over and you're like, let's all eat, but we have to kind sit of on sit the on couch. the floor yeah. and sit on the couch and there's like no real chairs. And they're all like in their 30s and successful. Yeah. So, yeah. Good job, props department. Nice work. Way to go. That was fantastic. You know who's gotten the, the short end of the stick, or at least in this episode? Charlotte. I would say Charlotte. No yeah, one, no you, Charlotte. we don't really know much about Charlotte at all. We know that she hates her thighs. Uh-huh. She said that multiple times. Whenever yeah. she looks at a magazine, she just thinks thighs. Thighs, thighs, thighs. Chicken thighs or her thighs? Do you think when she looks at a magazine, she's like, damn, I could use some KFC right now? I bet she thinks, <laughs> I bet she thinks about chicken thighs. I and mean, she's like, God, I just always think of thighs. That's and what I, I do when, I, when, I, I, look at, I, when I look at fashion magazines. I just think about KFC, oh, Church's man. chicken, Brown's chicken. I can oh, tell. I wonder what her character will become because I don't know much about her. I just remember always thinking she was the most attractive just based on things. And she I'd be turns like, into a dragon. <laughs> You're wondering what she becomes. She turns She's into a, a white walker. <laughs> it's I, so weird. It's three beautiful, successful women, but one is a dragon. <laughs> uh, episode that was five, the original she, pitch. That was. That, no, and it happens. Like, what happens. about they're all women and they one does a sex column and they're like but does the dragon like her thighs nope nope hates her thighs. The dragon that's that's her like achilles heel it's her achilles thigh she hates her thighs so that's how people can get away they make fun of her thighs and the dragon doesn't need them but so. what happens is the egg is is brought out of central park and that unearths the dragon inside of her <laughs> so she's vicious but she hates her thighs the uh i just think she I, she must be is she the most type a or something She's pretty type A. I just I don't, don't know I much don't about her yet. Too much about I'm, her. I'm, I'm I know she like, more. I know one big thing, but I don't. I'm not going to. Yeah, it. Don't, don't say it. Dragon. <laughs> That's what it is. You can say it. We know. I'll give you one. She hint. is. Eggs. She's a dragon. Um. Well, <clears throat> rank control. I think we covered it. Models and mortals. Oh yeah. Final thoughts. We got to do that. Final thoughts. Yeah. Like the Wexler's not the bad guy here. If you want to date, if you would want to be a guy that just dates models. Then be that guy. That's I'm fine with that. Just don't videotape yourself having sex with women without their consent. Yeah. But if you want to date, date whoever you want. I mean, it's 2017. Do whatever, date whatever you want for whatever reason you want. Just don't videotape them or sleep with them without consent. I that's think my that's, final thought. I think that's a great final thought. Uh, I guess I think that they they looked at. They kind of made models the enemy in this episode, where it was right. like mm-hmm. models are these things that get taken to dinner by uh, Waxler, and uh, and we got to compete with models. And then the other model guy that Carrie took home, who did mm-hmm. the bone, the bone, the bone, he T-bone. was T Bone. He was a little uh, 
that Stanford Blatch was was obsessed with the whole right, time. Right. He was he was kind of like vapid and they were like, oh, he's not all there and he's closeted and stuff like that. But I feel like now I, I think you're right. Like I feel like Waxler's maybe, you know, chasing models and maybe there's not a lot of substance there, but I think it's 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 better to be that than just to try to be a super cool artist that does really creepy things. Right. And also I think that they didn't really give a ton of credit to actual models. Like it would have been I don't think so, but it would have been nice to see a model who was like, I'm a model, but I'm like totally with it and I'm an actual normal person. I know a couple male models who are like the nicest people. Oh, I know a couple male and female models who are super, super nice. Well, I think, is that your final thought? My final thought is that I know a couple of male and female (laughs) models that are super nice. That's what I was trying to get to. That's why we started this. They're very nice. This is the whole reason I want to do the podcast because I know some nice models and I want to have them on next time. (laughs) The end. The end. One of them's a dragon. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I think think that I feel like this episode thematically didn't hold up quite as much. Uh, One of which being, I feel like this might be before models had a voice because i feel like now there's plenty of models that it's like instagram it's because of instagram that's possible well, social media instagram twitter or just like like those people they're not just in print ads up mm-hmm. there now that you can be a model and have a talk show mm-hmm. like tyra banks and be like oh yeah tyra banks yeah, is right. an idiot. She's tyra banks smart. having top model or any of that stuff yeah so i feel like now the stereotype of being like She's a model and she's dumb. It's like, oh, is she a dumb model or is she a dumb or is she a, a dumb a person smart model? Yeah, yeah, like so it's almost it's I'm very model positive here. We are very model positive. I feel like we I know like a number of people in that world, none final of which are dumb. Final thought with Kevin. He also knows Kevin, some models. Kevin's final thought is also we that all he knows know some models. models. He knows some nice models. Have we gotten the point across? Guys, we know models. We I don't know what you guys want from us. We models. know models. How do you guys feel about Tay Diggs in general? <laughs> he follows me on Twitter. But there he you go. Kevin. You know Tay Diggs. Kevin knows Tay Diggs. You if, know. You, if you didn't get anything from this podcast... Kevin, Kevin knows, knows Tay Diggs. That's okay, it. Okay, see ya. Bye. Turn off your iPod. <laughs> you still have an iPod? You idiot. <laughs> the Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>